Hi, welcome to Somewhere All Bright and New. I'm Jillian Bestadler, and I help people think differently about the role of parenting in creating social change. And today I'm bringing you another unscripted episode where I just talk. Um, so I wanted to update you that I am finally getting back on track with editing the backed up episodes that I have, and I think that I'll be able to get on a scheduled release for the rest of the summer um, with the work that I'm doing this week to catch up. Um, but what I wanted to, to share, apart from that, is uh, an example of how, as parents, we can get tangled up in habits, behavioral behaviors of ours that we are stuck in a loop with creating behaviors in our children that we don't want. Um, so we're unintentionally just completing a cycle over and over and over again that we wish they would change without recognizing that we have power to change it. Um, and this is work that I do to help other parents um, get out of, get unstuck from their cycles. But <laughs> I get stuck in my own cycles and I don't really have anybody um, local that I can call on to be like, hey, come and get me out of this cycle. I do have one person who's coming in a few weeks to help me get out of a, a major cycle that's bigger and broader. And that will be a whole different conversation. But this was like a simple daily mundane problem um, where my kids who my twins who were three and a half years old were just getting into the same fights with me and with each other over and over again. Um, and I was, I was, feeling tired and burned out from just doing the same types of parenting every day over and over again, where to the point where I felt like I couldn't get anything else done. Like I can't clean up. I can't cook. I can't have fun because all I ever do is turn around and white butts, clean potty seats, stop people from fighting each other, try to make people eat and try to make people go to bed. Uh, so I decided to stop doing all of that. Um, so one night, my my daughter woke up in the middle of the night. Um, actually, this was happening several nights in a row. Like she, the switch over from it being cold outside and her use, using like a warm, fluffy, heavy blanket to her rooming hot, eighty degrees at night, where she I could not, in good conscience, let her use such a heavy blanket. Um, she started waking up during the night again, where she used to sleep 12 hours, easy, solid, straight through. And when she wakes up, she's super angry. Like she's angry and she's screaming and nothing you can do can satisfy her until she decides that she's done being angry and screaming and then might tell you what she needs. Um, and I was just done with that. So a couple weeks ago, I bought her a weighted blanket. Um, it's a small five pound weighted blanket. Uh, I told her she, at first she didn't like it, even though it has unicorns on it, but I told her that it was her big hug blanket and that it was the kind of blanket that helps people who have a hard time sleeping um, at night during the night. And, and that it gives you a big hug to help you stay calm and stay, help your body stay asleep. So she did take to it and she did like it, but she was still sometimes waking up screaming. And then I realized that, uh, I don't have to go to her room when she's screaming in the nighttime. She's 
three and a half years old. She speaks in full paragraphs. She bosses the world around. She can get herself dressed. She can go to the bathroom by herself. She can, you know, she wants to pour herself milk out of the carton. Like, she's a big kid and she's very independent and being independent is wrapped up in her identity. So what am I doing racing to her bedside at three o'clock in the morning because she's awake screaming? I don't know. It suddenly occurred to me, I didn't have to keep doing that as I had been doing when she was a baby or when, you know, I was closing them in their room at night. Their door is no longer locked. Like they're free to come and go. I trust her now that she's not going to like walk out of the house. Um, And she, so the first night she did scream and scream and scream and scream and scream. And she finally came downstairs and was like, clearly angry. Um, And my husband got her calmed down and they like snuggled on the couch and then he put her back to bed. And the next morning I said, you know what? I'm not coming anymore. If you're sick, I will come. But if there's just, if you just wake up, you could either go back to sleep or if there's something that you need, you come to me and tell me what you need. I won't be coming anymore. So if you cry, you're just going to cry. And if you wake up your brother and he's crying, then you have to listen to him cry too. So uh, she seemed to get that. And the next night she did wake up. She came to my bedside uh, and told me she needed a tissue. Okay, I'll humor her, even though there are tissues literally in her bed for that very purpose. So I wiped her nose. She indicated to me that she was cold. So I went to her room, turned the fan down, and then tucked her back into bed and she went back to sleep. And we have not had any more incidents since then. Uh, by the same token, my son, my toddler son, also has gotten himself out of his bed twice to come to me. But neither time has he woken me up. He comes. I hear his little feet coming down the stairs. He stands next to me. I pretend to be asleep so I don't have to interact if he doesn't need me. Just stands there for a while and then goes back upstairs and gets back into his bed, tucks himself back in, pulls his blanket up to his chin and goes back to sleep. Now, several years ago, that would have broken my heart and I would have been like, I need to reassure him that I love him and that I can still care for him during the night. I need to hug him. And I I want to hug him because it's just so cute when he's just like coming to check on me. But that's exactly what he's doing. He's coming to check on me. He doesn't need me to wake up and interact with him to reassure him. He is clearly reassured enough because he's able to go back upstairs and go back to sleep. So it's just the little check-in and then he goes back to bed. And that is like the ultimate self-soothing skill that I want my kids to have. Uh, You still look for your attachment figure. You still want to know that they're there, that they still have your back, but it doesn't need to be like a a middle-of-the-night drama unfolding with the crying and the and the panicking and the complaining and then the asking for water and then the asking for yogurt and then the needing to go to the bathroom and then the more water and then and then and then right it can just be a check-in and then go back to sleep and it's amazing uh the other thing that I did was I told them that I would not be letting them use their potty seats during the day anymore that they would have to use the toilet and I've been very uh, impressed with how well they took to that because the first time I tried that, there was like a whole meltdown, but it was too soon. I didn't give them enough time to get very comfortable with being independent in the bathroom um, before I took away their potty seats. But I'm tired of cleaning potty seats multiple times a day. Uh, so I told them, I cleaned up their room, I reorganized some of their toys so that the places where the potty seats had been is now more of like a toy corner. 
um, and I brought in a big bin of Duplos. And I said, there's no more room for your potty seats in here, so I'm putting them away. I'll take down one at night because, yes, I did have two potty seats in the room so that they could sit and go poop at the same time because they always need to go poop at the same time. Um, but there's multiple bathrooms in the house with multiple toilets and multiple clip-on potty seats that go on top of the toilet. And we don't need to be doing this anymore in the bedroom. So you can have one potty seat down at night in case you need to go pee during the night and you don't want to leave your room. Um, but other than that, we won't be using potty seats anymore. And there was kind of like a no big deal vibe about it. I was casual. They responded casually. Except my son, who is a little bit more on the, he, he's, he cares less about being independent and and also cares less about people pleasing and and he's very much on his own terms in all of life which sometimes makes him seem really rigid and difficult to manage but when you're able to just kind of like flow and work with him at his pace it he's actually quite simple to deal with but he came to me and what he typically comes to me when he needs to go to the bathroom and tells me, he always says it in the same way, I need to pee or I need to poop. And he comes up to me and he starts to say, I need to. And then he says, he stops. He says, it is nighttime and we need to put the potty seats down because it is nighttime. And I said, it's not actually nighttime. The sun is out. And he says, like three o'clock in the afternoon, he says, the sun is out, but so is the moon. So it is nighttime and we need to put the potty seat down. And I thought about this for a second. I thought, okay, like I could say, no, you have to go potty in the toilet. We're not using potty seats during the day anymore. But if you are so clever as to come and try to convince me that it is nighttime and that we need to prepare for nighttime because you don't yet feel comfortable pooping on a toilet, then I'm going to bring down a potty seat and let you poop on a potty seat because I don't need to create a battle over this. I don't need to create a, a situation where one is trying to control the other. He is communicating a need to me uh, and I'm going to let him get his need met there. Uh, so I did have to clean that potty seat that day. The moon was not in fact out or visible at that time, but uh, he did a good job selling it to me. And so in both of those ways, I I, in the sleeping overnight and the pottying, I have reasserted my, I guess, my boundaries on where I wanted to be in my parenting, what I wanted to not be doing anymore, and just flipped the script on what I was doing, what my expectations were to get a different behavior out of them. It was simple, uh, but it took me a long time to think that it was even possible. And then once it was, to figure out where is how firm are the lines here? Uh, and in the case of the potty seat, not that firm. Uh, in case of sleeping, it's pretty pretty firm. Pretty firm. I need a full night of sleep. I am no longer of an age and a temperament where I can be woken up in the night and be totally okay the next day. Um, so there you go. I uh, coached my own self through that. Um, and, but I'm available to help coach other people as well. So if anybody out there needs some help flipping their script, um, reach out to me from my website and we can talk about what what we can do to help you get unstuck from your stuck parenting places. <laughs>